Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the Call Center and Contact Center podcast. We try to get you some actionable items to take back in your contact center, improve the overall quality, improve your agent experience, hopefully improve your technology today and your customer experience as well. My name is Tom Laird. I'm the CEO here at Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a 600-seat BPO outsourcer, contact center outsourcer, located here in northwestern Pennsylvania. How's everybody doing on this uh, this Monday morning? I have a, a kind of a fun episode that I think all of us have been thinking about a lot. I know I have been thinking about this a lot. Of uh, Again, is where are we going? Where's the future? You know, If you talk to any... Uh, AI contact center vendor, they're going to tell you it is all ch- generative chatbots and that the contact center agent is going away. And, you know, all of the focus really right now is just on that, right? When when I think that there's just so much more to, to how AI can impact the contact center, impact the tools that we are currently utilizing, make the experience different and better while still having that that kind of that human element to it. I think there's going to be some companies that are just going to try to go all AI, all generative and, and see how that goes. But I think that the, the people and the companies that are really going to have success with this are going to look at some of the tools that we're going to talk about today and see how how AI is, is changing them, evolving them, how they they can be so much better. And let's look at kind of what my thought is maybe for the next five years out, right? So something that is relatively close, but talking about the AI. Uh, the IVR, talking about agent assist, talking about call routing, workforce management, workforce intelligence, um, training. Let's take a look at all of these things and see, okay, if we really, really do a good job with with our AI and we infuse this stuff, I think we can get a tool, an overall platform that's just so much better than just saying, hey, all we're going to focus on now is, is, is a chatbot and then being able to do things in your IVR. So, Again, I am live here on TikTok. If you guys have any comments on TikTok, please let me know. The TikTok comments are always normally a lot of fun. Um, and then I'm also live here on on LinkedIn. If you guys have anything that you want to add, we'll do this as kind of an AMA. So any questions that I have as you guys go, if it's relevant to the conversation and I think it adds value, I will add that as well. All right, so let, let's start with this. Again, these are the kind of the 11 things I have a list here of the IVR, agent assist, call routing, advanced analytics, workforce management, workforce intelligence, AI for, for self-service, for training, language processing, augmented reality, virtual reality, and blockchain. I know that's a huge list, but um, well, let's just kind of skim over some of this stuff too. And then if there's something that's more interesting that you guys want to talk about, I can I can get deeper into it. All right. 
let's talk about the future of agent assist. Now, if, if you guys aren't don't really know what that is, agent assist is where uh, currently you could be on a call with me in real time transcription is happening. So all the words that you are saying and I'm saying are being transcribed and AI is then looking at this conversation and prompting the, the agent to, to do certain things, right? Hey, look for closing signals here. Hey, make sure that you're not talking over the, the customer, right? Prompting them like a supervisor, assisting that agent. This is evolving really, really fast. You know, I've, I've had my friends at Balto on, Level AI have come on, but a lot of different organizations have come on to talk about agent assist. But I kind of like the thought process of a really evolving this almost to having a like a digital twin where, you know, the, your most effective agents. So let's say you have 10,000 agents. You take your top five agents and AI can look at how they are solving problems. What are some of the things that they're talking about? What are they what are they asking? Right. And this digital twin, right, that kind of sits with you instead of just kind of looking at words and trying to put things together. But looking at words, put things together, but then take a, a full analysis of who the best five agents are, find out how they work through AI, um, and then, again, make all of your agents like your top five. So I think that that's, that's really cool. That's something that I think can be relatively done uh, in, in, a, in a quick kind of way. I know the AI is really evolving in that space, and I think that that's something that you're going to see um, you know, from that standpoint. Call routing is is fascinating to me. I, I just think that it's it's so interesting. Guys, I'm going to just get through this, and then if you guys want to join the live, I have no problem. But let me get through some of this stuff, and then yeah, please, 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 let's join and let's have that conversation. You know, call routing, again, for me is, is fascinating because I think it's evolving right now. Like We are utilizing a ton of data sources to route calls, right? So if you have your CRM, um, a call comes in looking at, you know, specific pieces of data within your CRM, which makes that go to, to certain um, a certain specific agent or, um, you know, moving you up and down a queue based on if you're a VIP type customer, those kind of things. So call routing, I think, is, is really cool. But I think getting into biometrics, right, getting into your voice tone in, in the IVR, um, understanding who's irritated, who's not irritated, looking at tone. Right. Instead of just kind of saying, you know, press one and go to the next available agent. Right. There's so many, you know, ways that at AI can be utilized from a tone, from a voice, from from looking at all of your previous, all of your previous interactions with us, right? Or with this company, or maybe not even with us, but maybe what you're looking at on social media too. Right. AI can go look, paint a huge picture of you and then be able to route calls in a specific way. I think you're going to see that. That is evolving, again, extremely rapidly as well. And that's something that I think will be changing because call routing can't just stay where it's at with most companies of, of next available person in line. There's just so much more data that we have now to be able to make really good, good and better decisions with, with, with I don't want to say who to give service to, but but who to prioritize maybe different things to, right? If this is the third time you called in, you're super frustrated. Why should you have to wait in line? You can move up to the top. Some things like that that I think are kind of basic, but you can see how that can get you know pretty pretty advanced as well. You know, advanced analytics. You guys who have followed the podcast know I'm a huge analytics guy, and analytics right now is is a reactive process. It looks at past interactions, what customers have said. And then we kind of as an analyst, 
make decisions on what are the trending keywords? What is the sentiment You're using all of this, this data, right? So uh, the evolution of this is, is I think obvious. I mean, maybe not for everybody, but I think it, it seems obvious to me, right? The next thing that we're going to see is prompting, right? No more the, the, the bubbles, right? That have been kind of the industry average. It's prompting for questions. Hey, you know, what are the, uh, the, the top 10 things, top negative things that were said about this product yesterday? What are the top five things that marketing can take back to improve the packaging of our product? Uh, all these different types of things, right? So instead of just looking and trying to, to find these things, to actually ask it and have AI go, quote unquote, think for you. Um, and then the next step of that is not only thinking for you, but prompting you and telling you what's going on without you having to prompt, right? Just, hey, this is what happened yesterday here. I know you guys are interested in this. And then telling you how to fix it. Right. Uh, we have to get our average handle time down by by 35 seconds. I think that will have a huge impact in the sentiment. Um, and we have these three agents that are struggling to maintain call control. Here's three different things that we want to send to them from a training standpoint that we've created, that AI has created. Right? So, so to have kind of this, this full package of analytics where it's not only telling you what's going on, but giving you real world ideas of how to fix it. Right? That's, that's super powerful. And, and I think what I've seen from some of the CCAS players of where things are going. If you saw Barack, Barack, the, the CEO of, of nice CX one, if you saw his keynote, right, this is a lot of stuff that he was talking about that is being worked on uh, right now, which, which is, is really, really, really cool. So I think that that's something that, that you're going to see for sure within the next five years, at least the, the us being able to prompt and ask questions. Workforce management needs to evolve a lot, right? Now, AI has done an absolutely unbelievable job of, of changing workforce management when it comes to forecasting and, and doing the modeling, right? It's it's now, it's badass, right? Even compared to where things were like like two years ago, um, th- thing, <clears throat> things will change. So I think that there's there's a huge element to that. But I, you know, the other piece of this too is, is from a workforce management standpoint is, is looking not just at humans, Right, but looking at if you have generative chatbots, where you are in self-service, and starting to to staff right accordingly based on not only human beings, but also on the on the digital aspect of where we are with the chatbot, where we are with these kind of you know takeover bots, right, and and really mold those things together, I think is is something that needs to to happen and, and something that will happen because we're we're going to have these other tools. And we can't just say, all right, well, because we have this tool, we're, we're going to take 10% off of our, our headcount. No, let's actually include them in it so we can kind of see you know, where we are from a, from a staffing standpoint. But these kind of hybrid teams of humans and robots, um, I think, are, is being thought through in a lot of WFM platforms. And, and we'll have an, an impact here in, you know, in the next you know, five, to, five to six years. Workforce intelligence is is a really cool tool, again, that allows the moving of agent skills without a human being, right? Just looking at business rules based on maybe call cues, those types of things. I, I still say the back in the day, the Avaya business advocate was absolutely awesome with this, and it would do predictive wait times. And I think that that's where we're going to get to really next and get kind of back to that, right, to 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 not just say, okay, if my service level goes to 79 to bring agents in, but to look into the IVR, right? To look into what type of chatbots are happening. 
and, and where they are in the process and, and what percentage of those pro- go to a live agent to look at all of that, um, the type of customer that's on, what were they talking about last time? What is their average handle time based on the last four times that they've called in? Like taking all of this data in and thinking and saying, okay, the predicted service level for this is going to be under 80% in the next six minutes. Let's move agents in there now, right? To, to, to handle these type of calls, or let's put, um, let's send a couple more of our generator bots to handle this maybe on our website. Um, you know, those types of things I think you're going to be able to see and the, the, the prediction and predicting of things happening in the contact center, happening with customers, happening with queues, um, is going to have a, a huge impact and, and make us so much better when it comes to actual staffing. You kind of add in that, that, you know, call routing into the workforce intelligence and kind of meld them together. Right? I think you'll, you'll start to see that with a really, really powerful tool. I mean, we can talk about the generative AI chatbots, you know, evolving into you know, kind of fully autonomous agents that can do a ton of things. I mean, I, I think that there, there will be some of that happening. Um, I, I'm still interested to see how they're going to engage, how they're going to show empathy, you know, those types of things without being fake, because I think a lot of it is going to be a lot of fake, right? And I, I still think that you are going to see where customers or, or companies uh, talk about USA customer support. I think we're going to talk about human being customer support and using all these other tools to make the experience better, to lower our headcount, lower our cost, but still having awesome US, USA, I'm going to say it, USA agents, because we're USA BPO, uh, handling these types of, of calls without having to go full AI right, and losing some of that. You know, One of the things that I've talked about this on the AI standpoint is you're going to lose a lot of analytic data when you're using a transactional chatbot. You're going to have a problem. This is how you solve it. And then we're going to go about our day. When you have a human being talking, we talk about stuff, right? Maybe when you're waiting, hey, how else can I help you? And, oh, you know what? I, my granddaughter loves this new toy. It's absolutely amazing. I, I wish it was red instead of white. Uh, but, you know, other than that, right, things like that, like these little little anecdotal things that you, you think are nothing. But when you're using analytics, you start to hear that 20% of the customers are saying these types of things. And maybe from a marketing standpoint, it is better if you change that to red. I think we're going to lose a lot of that um, when, when you get rid of, of that human element and from the analytic thing and you make everything transactional. Uh, so that's something to kind of uh, that I'm keeping my eye out on, too, to, to, to make sure that we don't lose a lot of that, at least for, with, with our customers. I think AI is going to absolutely evolve contact center coaching, and it's going to make awesome agents, right? not only from the standpoint of training and, and having these kind of modeling, right? Where we can kind of really role play with a AI person or customer or flip it around and have them be the agent and I must be the customer. But I think from an agent assist standpoint, right, that's going to evolve as well into kind of real-time coaching. And we can say we kind of have that now, but I'm talking, you know, really looking at after every single call, hey, your your tone was a little fast. Um, or your, the speed of your call was a little fast. Hey, you talked over the customer a couple of times. Let's make sure that we're looking at this. And again, you're not going to flood the, the the agent with all this stuff, but maybe at the end of the shift or anytime that it's re- the, the agent wants to little, have a little bit of feedback, we can be constantly giving them these, these types of things. And then not only that, but sending them the training. Like, how do you get better with that? And having that all evolve, maybe specifically right for them. Like, okay, Janie, here's the things that I had I heard on these three calls, having the AI do this. You know, at this segment right here, if you would have just looked, listened for her closing signal, she wanted to sell you. 
right? Getting, getting really deep into the training aspect, I think is something that we haven't talked enough about because nobody cares about it because <laughs> we're trying to get rid of agents, right? The AI of today is trying to get rid of agents. We're not trying to improve agents. And I, again, there's so much opportunity, I think, for those that are looking to improve agents, to make them really good, to make them um, quicker, right? To get really to the point, to make the experience better, I think is, is, is an unsung thing right now in the industry. And, and I don't see anybody really working on it, uh, but something that I think we'll start to see um, in, in the next five years. Language processing for calls is going to happen quicker than five years, right? So if you're, you're a Spanish-speaking customer, I'm an English-speaking, to have no lag in, in, our, in our conversation and, and anything that you say comes to me in English, anything I say to you comes in Spanish, and we can do that for all the languages, right? So I think this is a huge boon for, for the USA contact centers, right? So many times you went to, to Europe in the Middle East because the languages are so amazing, right? There's, there's so much... Uh, so much difference in, in, in every country right? has, has so many, has the ability to speak so many different languages where we're, we're kind of stubborn here in the States and we speak English. And then if you're lucky, you speak Spanish too. But I think this will really be able to then have USA centers be able to handle any calls anywhere in the world, uh, which I think will have a huge impact in, in what I do from a VPO standpoint and what a lot of USA uh, contact centers are too. Augmented reality and virtual reality is in, in the metaverse has been a joke. And I've been probably its biggest advocate and it's been kind of just jammed in my face because it's been, it's been very difficult. I still think it's coming much slower than I initially thought I was wrong on, on kind of how quickly I think that this thing was going to evolve, but there's with, with, with Apple coming out with their new goggles again, I know they're three grand or 3,500 bucks. They're crazy expensive. So there's not going to be a lot of people that are just going to, you know, kind of do, but they're, they're looking at a cheaper, they're saying that within the next two years, I'll have a cheaper version out that will even be better than what they have now to start to look at, you know, having office meetings that way, right. Having the zoom meeting and this, this things that we're doing online be gone. Even right now, like we could be having a virtual reality podcast where you guys could be sitting there with avatars and I'm just basically talking and you guys are asking questions and we're having a conversation back and forth. That's coming. That's going to happen. Right. And I think that can have the biggest impact in the contact center, right? When it comes to having the, the human element, and maybe you could have an avatar that has AI that, that does that too. But I think virtual reality in, in the metaverse, we're sleeping on. Uh, I don't tell that to, to Mark Zuckerberg because he slept on that pretty hard. And, and I know he's taken a beating for it, but I think it's just a little early, but that thing's coming. That thing's coming as well. And I'm almost most excited about that. And kind of the last thing I wanted to talk about too is is the blockchain. We we still have huge security breaches. Data is not secure. How we've not figured out to implement the CRM with blockchain technology to really lock down our customer data is really beyond me. Um, I, I think that you're going to really see this happening um, with when you go to voice authentication tied into the blockchain, where it's only going to release certain things if if you can hear it, and the blockchain is going to kind of quote unquote, be smart. Um, I think that there's a lot to be said with the security of the blockchain. Again, I think the blockchain gets a bad rap because everybody thinks crypto, everybody thinks NFTs. And you know, right now those things are like pariahs. Um, but I still think that there is a place for that from a security aspect that that no other um, no other tool or no other security apparatus um, can can really handle. That's what I got, guys. I mean, that's kind of what I've been thinking about, right? Is 
is where does the tools that we have, I mean, nobody's, again, just like people didn't want to move from, you know, a on-prem base platform because they paid hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars for it, right? They didn't want to move to the cloud. So they said, okay, what do we do with the tools that we have and how do we get them kind of cloudified, right? And I, I, I still think you're going to see this too. The, the amount of companies that are going to be petrified to move to a full AI model Right. With generative chatbots is the only source of, of support, I think is going to be extremely low. So then we need to look at all of these other tools that we're utilizing and say, where are they going to be and, and what impact are they going to have on, on the customer experience and on our contact center? And I think a lot of these tools are going to get really, really good and, and have some really slick features um, that, that will incorporate you know, that, that AI model into it. So, all right, guys, if you do not have any more questions, I, I really appreciate everybody again on on LinkedIn. I know there's a ton of people you guys wanted to kind of do a talk with me here on, on TikTok as well. I just wanted to get through it. If anybody has any other questions, if there's anything that um, anybody wants to talk about with this, you know, I can hang out for, for another minute or two, but I'm going to bail out here on LinkedIn. Um, and I will talk to you guys on LinkedIn uh, next week. TikTok guys, 